Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Recall Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We appreciate you guys tuning in. It feels good. To be back home. Ladies and gentlemen, another edition, but this edition is different. Why? Because the season is upon us. We are literally a couple days before game day. Game time. It's the biggest game. We start off. You don't mean, if you've played football in your life before, what coaches always tell you? Set the tone. Set the freaking tone. This is one of those games where you set the tone not only for the locker room, but you set the tone for the rest of the league watching this thing. Because a whole lot of us knew that we could play with the Rams. We all knew that. I knew that. You knew that. We knew if we could get past the damn Chiefs, we could have been in that damn big game. Could have won. But should have, would have, could have. We are where we are right now, but holy, this game, I can't tell you how excited I am. And, and it's the best thing is it's Thursday night. It's the way to kick off. Get the tone set for the season. Get the tone set for Bill's Mafia. Let's go. If you guys are freaking pumped up, ready for this damn game, I don't know what's wrong with y'all, man. Wake the hell up. It's game time. It's the season. We're about to get this thing popping, baby. Let's go. So, folks, welcome to another edition. Do me a favor. Smash that like. Smash that like. This is the season. This is where the season starts. So if you guys want to get that hype for the rest of the season, this is the channel you want to be on. No shade on anybody else, but I know what we bring here, and we bring the heat. So this is the channel you want to be on. Smash that like while you're in here. And if you have Bill's friends that are like, man, I, I just need somewhere I can go and just, I mean, I want that therapy. I want someone to get me. This is the place to be. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Welcome. Smash that like. Hit that subscribe. You guys already know the bell. Let's go. So, folks, we got quite a we got quite a show today. Uh, I'm excited. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I just got I got I got something to get off my chest real quick. Uh, I was just uh, visiting in the south. I was visiting my uh, my sister uh, in uh, in Bama, and uh, you guys saw I made my I had my show uh, last time when I was over there, so it was a little different. But it was it was still it was still lit. And uh, I got I got something to 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 confess. I suppose I suppose I can confess this. Um, we talked about the Chick-fil-A. I'm back on it. We talked about the Chick-fil-A. We talked about the uh, the Arnold Palmer. We did talk about that. But the one thing I did, I omit. I omitted this information. That Polynesian sauce, I believe, is elite. That is elite. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I've I've been to a, a, quite a few places in my lifetime, and I'm a I'm a I'm a sauce guy. You know what I'm saying? Let me dip whatever I need to in whatever your house sauce is or whatever the case is. I gave your blue cheese a try and I liked it. 
what I'm saying? Buffalo's got good blue cheese. I've had blue cheese elsewhere. I've, I've been trying to see if there's a difference. There's a hell of a difference. I'm going to just leave it at that. But that, Poly, that Polynesian sauce, though, elite. My question to you is, is there any sauces that are out there from whatever restaurant or whatever food chain that you guys hit up that, that yo, Rico, go try that? If you think the Polynesian sauce is it, go try this sauce. Let me know in the comment section. I had to, I had to just get that off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yo, let me know. <laughs> yo, my man, my man over here says, yo, man, my always, yo, always tell me about that sauce, man. My people's always telling me about that sauce. I'm telling you right now, if you have not had that Polynesian, bro, I'm telling you right now, handle that. Handle that and go over there. So, folks, uh, big show tonight, man. Big show tonight, but we know how we always started off. Uh, we got to start it off with, you know what I'm saying, news around the league, right? Um, I mean, shoot, the season's about to start, man. People are without contracts. Let me let me give up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's talk about it. One of the best quarterbacks in the game is contractless. You know what I'm saying? That's Lamar Jackson. Still no contract. Good on him. Good on him. If he's not doing it, no contract. I mean, that's bold. Good on him. It is what it is. If he gets the bag in Baltimore, so be it. But if things don't work out, man, it's going to cost. You know what I'm saying? Rent just went up. If you don't take care of your business right now, like the Bills did. The Bills very intelligently took care of the contract with Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in this game. You know what I'm saying? We locked his ass up. So ain't no contract chatter going to happen for a little while. Now, this man over here, I mean, he's in some trouble. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Um, <laughs> let me, I got I got a comment that just came in. My man, D Man, yes, what's going on, man? Ottawa Mafia back and checking in on Rico. Love you, man. Yo, keep up the great work. I appreciate you, my gene. Just for you, because you repping the hometown. I'm going to give you that bell. I'm going to give you that bell. Show you some love, man. What's happening? So, let's get into it, man. So, uh, I'm saying, like, I mean, no contract from my man, Lamar Jackson. It is what it is. Uh, Tom Brady. He's got some, uh, you know what I mean? He's got some things to iron out with his old lady. His old lady, I guess, doesn't see the reason why he's got to return to play ball. You did what you had to do. You're not 35. You're not 25, my man. You are 45 years of age. Hang it up, big fella. Hang it up. Sincerely, the whole NFC South. <laughs> you feel me? Because they're not trying to see your ass again. But here comes Mr. Brady. And now he's, you know what I mean, causing a rift in the family. So here's a question for y'all. Is Tom Brady, like, should he have hung up the cleats up? But if you still have that passion to keep playing, should he just keep playing? And Giselle should just, yo, listen, man, that's what he does. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's his passion. You got to let him be. Should it, or does she have a say? Okay, I've given you 20-plus years of this. Okay, now it's my turn. Now let's let's raise our kids, and you're done with football. But my man still has the itch. He still has the itch. So, I mean, shoot, what you going to tell him? You're going to tell him, I don't want you to play? He's going to resent your ass for that. He will resent you. So which is it? But anyway, we get more Brady. We get more Brady now. Will we get a shell of himself? And is he going to regret it? Damn it, I should have retired because I'm getting my ass whooped right now because the Saints may have something to say about that. I don't know about I don't know about the Panthers. I don't know about the Panthers, but I know the Saints going to have something to say about that. And, I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta's Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that all plays out. But Brady's Brady. He's always going to keep his team in contention. Uh, that's that's always how it is. Uh, but other than that, folks, listen, man, uh, the Patriots are still going to be trash. I mean, I, I can't see them having some uh, success this year. Um, 
it's just it's just what it is uh russell wilson got paid he got himself his bag uh so he's definitely gonna be riding for his squad um and uh i mean that's it i don't want to touch too much on it because it's bills time but you know i gotta touch around the league and see what's happening so uh let's get right into the business all right folks so here's the deal we are going to there's going to be some matchups this game that we're going to have to pay attention to now before we go into the matchups there are some matchups that if you are into betting and you 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 feel like you are a guru at betting and you know exactly what it is and this is the week to do it well folks let me tell you something we've partnered up we've partnered up with bet us all right if you guys are into this and you think you can make bank Listen, sign up and get 125% bonus. Not only that, put 50 bucks down. That's all you got to do is put 50 bucks down. If you don't want to put, you want to put up to almost the 2,500 bucks, go ahead and do that. If you feel you're that nice, use that BF code BF125 and you get that little bonus in your pocket. And then you can show us how boss you are by becoming one of the best in betting. Now, the one thing I'm going to bet on is how good these bills are going to be. These bills are going to be solid. But there are some storylines that we've got to we've got to correct. We've got to we've got to make sure that uh, these guys are on top of their on top of their game. So if you guys were to think of a storyline, a matchup that you feel that our eyes got to be all over, all eyes are on gonna are on who? You know what I'm saying? Talk to me, people. Talk to me. Who do you feel that our eyes need to be on in this game? I'm curious because if if you know me, you know what I'm saying? We always got to make sure that we need to know whose eyes are going to be on what player on our team. I'm going to tell you right now, we got some defensive players that I'm going to be paying attention to. All eyes are on who? Talk to me now. Whose eyes are yours going to be fixated on in this game? Well, let's get right to it. If I if I'm a, if I was uh, someone that I'm going to be paying attention to, that's going to be crucial to this game. And a lot of folks might say, "Man, Von Miller might be that guy that I want to pay attention to because we paid a whole lot of money." We're going to get into Von Miller, but for me, all lies on Kyir Elam. Why? I think I think it's obvious. Kyir Elam, rookie, out of Florida, coming through, gets drafted by the Bills in the first round. He had the case of the grabbies. You know what I'm saying? He had the case of the grabbies. I'm doing, I'm doing the claws right now. He had the case of the grabbies early. But I'm going to tell you what. He's got his hands full. If it's not Cooper Cup, triple crown winner Cooper Cup, he's got Robinson on the other end. Now, who's he going to be matched up against? Is he going to be a traveling corner? I, I'm curious to see how they plan to use him. If Cooper Cup leaves, does he follow? Or does he stay right on the island just like they did with Trey White? Trey White would only follow if, I mean, need be on a couple plays here and there. But because we know how great of a route runner Cooper Cup is, how great a separationist he is. Is that a word? Separationist? I'm going to use it. How great he separates from his defenders. How well he gets himself available to get touchdowns. I mean, fam, the guy's a triple crowner. What do you have? 145 receptions last year. 1,900 yards receiving with 16 touchdowns? Dude. I mean, 
there's been better there's been better seasons had by by other people in terms of receptions, yards, but all three together, unbelievable. And now he's got to deal with that. So all eyes are on Kair Elam. Kair, your strong your strong point and your strong your strong point to your game is the man to man coverage. How often are we going to see him in man to man coverage? I'm curious about that because I feel him in man to man gives us the best a great advantage, especially facing the likes of Cooper Cup. Now the O line is a little different out in LA. They don't have that O line. They got I mean, Whitworth is gone, although Whitworth was a was an OG. When I say he's an OG, he was a triple OG, but he's out of the game now. So they had to shuffle that line. They have one guy that went, uh, eluding his name now, and he went down in the offseason, potentially out for the year or out for a, quite some time. So that line is questionable. So this is where we may have an advantage in putting some pressure on. So Matt Stafford is going to have to get rid of the ball rather quickly. But Elam, all lies, my guy, is going to be on you. We're going to be watching everything. Are you getting in? Are you getting in run support? Are you are you jumping back and making sure that you see the field properly? You know what I'm saying? Are you not getting? Are you not letting the game get too big? Because that's one thing we're we're not trying to have. Don't let the game get too big. But the thing is, it's hard for us to even say that because you're playing the first game of the year and everyone's watching. And trust me, everyone's going to be watching the Triple Crown winner in Cooper Cup. So the camera is going to be all over you. And this is where you miss guys like Trey White, that veteran leadership, you know what I'm saying? The ability to lock one side of the field down. I mean, let's talk about it, man. The last matchup, and let's like, well, he probably didn't do too much against us last time. Well, hold, if, if anybody's saying that, hold your thoughts, man. Because the last time Cooper Cup played against the Bills, we won that game 35-32. I mean, we, got a, we had a late touchdown to Tyler Croft. You remember that game? But he had nine receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Dude, the dude was getting 10 yards of pop on us. And now he's going up against the rookie? And you got a different quarterback in Matthew Stafford? We had, we had Goff last time, and Goff was, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Goff is poo-poo. He's not. But it's different, and he was still doing what he does. So how will Kyer Elam react? How will he endure the constant going at? Because, you know, the rookie, the rookie is going to be tested. He will be tested. And if he falters once, smell blood. I smell blood. I'm coming after it. Now, if you've seen what I've seen, when he gets beat, if he does get beat, he's already hard on himself. So you know he's going to be all over it, all over it. My man Scott Blake comes in and says, hey, man, Rico, they will scheme to get uh, to go get safety help. He's not alone. I totally get that. I totally get that. But guess what? You know when you are alone? When is that zero coverage? When we have to bring the blitz. Bring that blitz. You're on your own, baby. You're on an island. That is why we brought you in. Because we're going to have to leave you on an island at one point. So we can take advantage of the other side. Take advantage of a pass rush. So you're going to have to hold your own. You're going to have to hold your water. And that's one matchup that I'm going to be very much paying attention to. And I think we're all going to be paying attention to that. Because I'll tell you right now, we have to be, I don't want to say accustomed, because I don't want to be accustomed to it. But B, 
be prepared for some rookie pains, some growing pains. He's going to go through them. And the worst part is he's got to go through them early. <laughs> he's got to go through them early. And it's, he's probably better for it. So go up against the tough dogs right now because it is going to make you a better player for it. But boy, oh, boy, you better, you better bring it. You better bring it because we've got standards this year, my man. We've got high standards, and you need to live up to these standards. I know you're a rookie, but you got to live up to them. Because guess what? Number 47 is on your ass. He's waiting to get in the game. But I, don't, I hope it's not that. I hope we don't get to that point. I really don't. So, ladies and gentlemen, all eyes, all eyes are going to be on our guy, Kyrie Elam. Who else? Who else do we have eyes on? Talk to me, people. All eyes on who? Who else do we have eyes on in this game? My man Tupac is like, man, come on, son. Talk to me, man. Who we got eyes on? Who you got? I'm looking at the chat right now. Who else are you paying attention to? Talk to me now. Well, let me get into it. All lies on these two guys. Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie. You guys are probably like, what? What you mean all lies? What you mean I mean all lies? All lies are going to be on these guys as well because we know. We know what Stefan Diggs brings to the table. We know that. And there's a dog on that other side and Jalen Ramsey, that's going to be doing his very best to lock my man down. So that leaves these two individuals to jump in. Now, big changes are happening. Cole Beasley is a free agent right now. He's potentially looking to sign with some, with some teams right now. I know he's, uh, he's mentioned that some teams have offered him uh, potential to come in, but he's still available. Secondly, my man, Emmanuel Sanders, was once on our team. He started off hot. He started off real hot with the Bills, right? Half the, uh, like half the year, he was already at 600 yards, man. So I was like, okay, he's going to have a solid year. And then he dropped off. Injuries, old age, who knows what the case is. But this is where Gabe Davis came in, Gabriel Davis. So what do you think is going to happen? Jalen Ramsey has got an assignment. It's going to be Stephon Diggs all day. So Stephon Diggs is going to have a hard time. He's going to have a hard time, but he, the good thing is he's one of the best in the game. So you may lock him down a couple of times. You're going to win a couple of battles, but I'm going to win a couple of rounds myself. But this is where these two guys come in. Let's start with Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie last year, 20 receptions, one touchdown, 100, excuse me, yeah, and 178 yards. Very rarely used last year, but we know that he can play. And he had a monster game against the Patriots. And I think that's where it, everybody's eyes opened up when Gabe Davis wasn't able to play, as well as Cole Beasley. So you had an opportunity to shine, and that you did, my boy. You came in and showed everybody was good with Isaiah McKenzie. Lil Dirty was looking like a little clean. He did his damn thing. Now, you're going to get a much larger role this year. The question is, how well will you take advantage of this? Because you know your man is going to be locked up. He's going to be locked up. Let's keep it real. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best, if not the best corner in the game. So you're going to have your, his, Stefan is going to have a hard time. So this is where Gabriel Davis, the hype has to match now. Everybody's been hyping you up, me as well. We're hyping Gabriel Davis up as to be that number two receiver that's going to take a big peerless price jump. Can he do it? Well, combined last year, Gabe Davis, 35 receptions, six touchdowns, 549 yards. And you know what? That was a packed house. So now he's the sole number two receiver. 
I got some Bills fans talking. He's going to get 1,000 yards this year. We're going to have 2,000-yard receivers in Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. So let me tell you this. These two guys combined 55 receptions, seven touchdowns, and 727 yards. Let's bump that up. Let's bump that up to about, what, 12, 12, 1,300 yards this year? I, I think a little more because right now, my man Isaiah McKenzie is going to have a larger role. So let's bump that up to maybe two. Because I'm looking at what Cole Beasley was able to do. And Cole Beasley was, what, nearly near at 1,000 yards and about 80 targets, give or take. Give Isaiah McKenzie, what, 50 targets, 60 targets? And the speed that man has? Problematic. So I'm, we're all going to be watching what these two individuals do. Big body, contested catches, and then you got a guy that can just run, run his route, quick stop, and get separation. And that's the key. And what has Josh Allen been telling us all offseason? All offseason. Josh, you're such a great guy. You're so amazing. You're this, you're that. You're all, all, of, the, all of the above. But what is it that you want to work on? Well, guys, I've been trying to work on kind of giving the ability for these guys to just run after the catch, right? Yards after the catch. That's, that's what we are going to be looking at. That's what we are going to be doing. Listen, folks, this is a big game. This is a huge game. I know you know this, but like when, we, when we're watching about whose eyes are going to be on, is these two dudes. Will they take full advantage of the opportunity? You have an elite quarterback. You've got an above-average O-line holding the line. Get work. Find work, make work, get in the end zone, and prove to everybody that you guys are going to have a monster year, especially this guy. This guy right here, huge. We're about, we're about to find out. We're going to be watching. So, Kyir Elam, we watching you. Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie, we watching you. By the way, smash that like if you're with me right now. So far, are we watching, are we watching the right people right now? Are we watching the right people? If your eyes are going to be fixated on these two individuals, hit that, smash that. You know what I mean? Love, tap that. Do what you want, but hit that like button. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Let's move on. Now, we're talking about whose eyes are we going to have our, our, our eyes on? Who are we going to be fixating? Tupac is like, mm, who you got, man? Yo, Pac, who we got next? Let me look at the, let me look, let me see what the chat is saying. If you, if you feel that, all right, he's talked about Kyrie Elam. He's talked about Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie. Where is he going next? Like, who, who are we watching? Can someone, can, can somebody help me out here? Can somebody help me out? All right, let's talk about it. Not a lot of people are talking about this right now, folks. Special teams, man. We got a new punter. New punter in the building. And I'm, and I'm curious how you guys feel about this. We finally know who's kick returning and punt returning. We got Khalil Shakir has earned the right to punt return. We've got Isaiah McKenzie that's going to be right in his familiar grounds in kick returning. I think he got prematurely pulled last year in his kick return duties. But special teams, we're going to be paying very close attention to special teams. We drafted Matt as what you got me forgetting his name now because he's so irrelevant at this point because he's dealing with his. But Matt Ariza, we drafted him to be what? What a shame. What a shame. What a true shame. His his faults aside and the nonsense that he's into aside, it would have been nice to have, you know, what I'm saying to to be excited for all phases of the game. You know, what I'm saying all phases of the game. But now it's like. 
we don't have we don't have that big leg that we thought that we were gonna you know flip the field. We got a preview of it, and now we had to get rid of it. So, at the end of the day, it's not it's not uh it's I'm not bummed about it. We had to do what we had to do and move on with it. But now we have ourselves a new punter. Now this punter here was was uh, Sam. I believe his name was what uh, Sam Martin. So Sam Martin was previously with the Broncos. Uh, was in a, a kicking duel and uh, he got beat up. I I wouldn't say beat out. I don't want to say beat out. He didn't. He decided not to take the contract uh, that they were offering him. I think they were trying to make him take a pay cut. He's like, nah, I ain't doing no pay cut. So guess what? He's out of here. So the Bills quickly acted quickly and grabbed Mr. Sam Martin. Now, Sam Martin has a decent leg. He's got good hang time. He's a good punter. He's a good punter. 32 years of age, though. So are we going to be looking for another punter down the road? Are we really looking and searching hard for another Matariza-ish? <laughs> we, we shall see. But special teams is key. And we're gotta, we got to make sure that we are on top of our game when it comes to special teams. We've got a new holder. We know Tyler Bass is going to do his business. But kick return and punt return, we finally have that settled. And I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see how it all gels together. It all gels together. I'm looking forward to that. So all that is going to be on special teams, 100%. Getting down the field. Sam Martin, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Now, folks, when looking at who we have on the squad and what are we going to do, let me, let me just put it this way. All eyes are going to be on a few other people. Aaron Donald be another. Now, let's talk about it. Aaron freaking Donald. You already know who Aaron Donald is. He's the helmet-swinging, quarterback-sacking, you know what I'm saying, Mess with me and I'll grab another helmet. I'm going to bash your head in. Like, he's about that life. He's about that action. You know what I'm saying? So we know what, what it comes, what, it, what, what we need to bring to the table when it comes to Aaron Donald. The guy's a problem. The last time we faced Aaron Donald, do you know what he did to us? He, he not, I, was, I remember this game vividly because I was watching with my daughter and I was getting my daughter into football. And I was like, Man, that 99 is a freaking problem. She's like, what do you mean? Who are you talking about? What 99? Well, that 99 was Aaron Donald. And I said, babe, I'm like, I don't even know what's going to happen this play, but it's mostly it's a pass with third down. Watch 99. 99 came in, ripped, swim, moved, shoved, got in there, forced a fumble, recovered it. I was like, there he is. Aaron freaking Donald. The last time we played Aaron Donald, let me tell you something, what he did to us. I already told you what Cooper Cup did to us. Now, we got to go to the defensive side of the ball. Aaron Donald. Six tackles, two sacks, three QB hits, a forced fumble, and a recovered fumble. Now, we also had John Feliciano, John Feliciano blocking. You know what I'm saying? We had some, some, some guys that were not favorable. Let's, let's put it that way. However, we have an improved line. We've got a little bit more experience on the line. We've got a little more girth on the line. So it's, it's going to slow Aaron Donald down. Aaron Donald's a year older, but he's still a freaking animal, right? And that's, that's what he did to us last year. And this is the first game coming back. He's going up against Von Miller. He doesn't want to let Von Miller outshine him. So he's going to be ready to go. They're at home. They're in LA. Everything, everything is looking right. Now, there's a lot of chatter that the Bills, the Bills are the favorite. 
And you know everybody in LA is listening. What? The Bills are the favorite? How could they be the favorite when, A, they're traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast? We're the defending champions. And we're at home and you're going to favor the Bills? And I've seen spreads as, as far as six points? Nah, not on my watch. So you know he is freaking motivated. So we've got to do everything we've, we have to to stop that man. Career. When it comes to this man, hold on. Let me let me go back on Aaron Donald because this guy is it, just last year alone. He had twelve point five sacks as an interior freaking lineman, an interior lineman, twelve and a half sacks and nineteen tackles for loss. The guy is a disruptor. So all eyes is going to be on the interior line of that game. The interior line is what we're going to pay attention to. Now, the Bills' interior line. Versus Aaron Donald is another key matchup we're going to talk about. Shout out to my man Bobby to come with the graphics. We've got the Bills corners. We talked about Kyrie Elam against the Rams receivers. Van Jefferson is out. We'll talk a little bit more on that. And then we got Von Miller coming home. So, folks, big matchup with Aaron Donald. Mitch Morse, Roger Saffold, Ryan Bates. Y'all going to have your hands full. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Wagner is going to be surveying the field. Dude, they got some ballers on that team. They can play. So we'll see how this plays out for us. But all eyes are going to be on Aaron Donald. That's for sure. That is for sure. Now, moving on with storylines. Because gonna be, the eyes are going to be everywhere. So we talked about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, you know, is going to be a problem. We know that. So now here we are. Storyline time. We, we see who the eyes are going to be on. We got that. So let's, let's, let's get into the storylines. Scroll up and see my hair. There we go. So storylines, folks. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey has got his hands full. Now, this will be Ken Dorsey's first official game calling. Calling plays. He's the guy. He doesn't have, you know what I'm saying, Brian Dable right next to him. He doesn't have that. And by the way, I got I to gotta stop right now and give a shout out to my man, Jeff King. Jeff King was good. You know, I love you, man. And Jeff King comes with a super chat. It says, Rico and the rest of the crew, all you fanatics, great to see you folks. Mafia, mount the fuck up. And I don't want to cuss, but for my man, Jeff King, I'm going to mount the fuck up. And let's get that win. Let's go Buffalo. That's for my guy, Jeff King. I'm trying to slow down on my cussing, Jeff, but you got me cussing now. But you know what? That was warranted. Because we need to mount up. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate you, Jeff King. And just for that, you know what it is. I'm going to give you that love, my G. And you know what? I got to give it to you all the way. All the way up. My guy, Jeff King. Now, you know who needs to mount the F up? Ken freaking Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. The pressure's on. The pressure's on because, A, you've got, Sean McVay on the other side, that is a, a, a mini genius. I mean, we, I think we've all, seen, we've all seen Sean McVay where they tested Sean McVay. Be like, hey, man, remember uh, three years ago uh, and uh, it was this game and you called this play? He's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that play. It was a, uh, 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 and he just rhymed off like three different scenarios and three plays and dude is just on it. And I don't even think he's 40 yet. I don't even think he's 40. So when you're the pressure's on because you're you're going up against a guy that let me let me let me tell you what Sean McVay's done since 2017, right? 
He's 14 and three in the month of September. All right. Shout out to Chris Brown for these statistics. I'm not going to say that. Oh, I, I searched him up. Chris Brown came up with these statistics, right? He's 14 and three in the month of September since 2017. He's got an 82% win percentile. All right. In those games, he's scoring, he's got his offense putting up 32 points a game. Dude, he's five and oh in season openers. So pressure is off because you know what you got, you know what you're going up against across. Now, most folks might say, well, listen, that's Lizzie Frazier. That's on Sean McDermott. Yes, but it's also on Ken Dorsey to put the points up. Get your offense in such a groove that you don't have to worry about what Ken Dorsey is doing over there because you got your offense in such a groove. But Ken Dorsey, he's, he, he's, got, he's, he's got some firepower over there. So Ken, we, excuse me, Sean McVay's got some firepower over there. But Ken Dorsey, you've got, you're going to be on top of yours, on top of yours. Now, here's the beautiful thing about what Ken Dorsey is going to bring to this offense. Now he's got a refreshed new look. We don't have the, the Brian Dayball that, you know what I'm saying, is predominantly passed. You know, you're going to rock. We're going to throw that rock. It seems as though we're going to have a more balanced look to this offense with Ken Dorsey calling plays. You're going to see a lot more double tight end. We thought OJ Howard was going to make the team, and we thought wrong. Quentin Morris came out of nowhere. It was like, let me, I got something to say about this. Tommy Sweeney came out of nowhere. He's like, I got something to say about this. I'm nice and healthy. You don't got to worry about this old ticker anymore. I'm straight. So we're, this is going to be fun. This is going, this is going to be fun to see what he does with these formations. Are we going to go split? Are we going to be empty backfield often? Are we going to be double tight end? I'm curious to see how he's going to implement three running backs in this game. James Cook, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. Who gets the majority? Who gets the lion's share of carries? Is there a pecking order? Is he going by feel? You know you have to get the ball to your main players because a lot of chatter was, well, you know what I mean? The Bills are getting Stephon Diggs, whoop de doo He's a diva. Are we going to see a diva out of Stephon Diggs? I doubt it. But when receiver, you know, you know the drill, man. When the receivers don't get the football, it's a problem. But the beautiful thing about this situation is, is we have an elite quarterback. And that quarterback is going to do everything he needs to do to get the ball in his playmaker's hands. That is where Ken Dorsey comes in. Make that offense so smooth that Allen can just dissect this freaking defense. That's what we need. Don't complicate life, baby. You've got an elite quarterback back there. Just get him comfortable. Call the plays that he loves, that he can execute, and let's get this thing rolling. So the one storyline that we're going to be watching is Ken Dorsey and how he performs under pressure. First game of the season, Thursday night football, pressure's on. Now, the, 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 the good thing about this whole situation, and there's no panic for me because Sean McDermott has done an excellent job of putting veteran coaches around the young play caller the rookie play caller if you will right brady is going to be there to be a former play caller so he's going to be there he's going to be they're going to put their minds together aaron cromer an offensive mind going to be putting their mind together so you've got some guys on the squad that are going to be in unison in helping our guy ken dorsey make sure that he calls a smooth play call
smooth game plan, right? And I, I'm going to tell you right now, people are going to be watching the first 15 plays because those usually are the first scripted, all right? The, the first 15 scripted plays, we already get that. It's after, right? When you throw your punch, they throw their punch, and now you're kind of gassed. Now, let's see what you got in your arsenal. Because the first, I mean, everybody knows the first 15 plays. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this. That's why you see sometimes when you see a first drive go in, it's so smooth because it worked exactly how they planned it. It's what you do on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth drive. That's when you see, okay, what kind of play caller do we have? So I'm, I, we're going to be watching. Ken Dorsey, that's the one line. That's the Ken Dorsey v. Sean McVay. Let's see how that plays out. Storyline number two. Von Miller comes back home. Now, here's the deal, folks. This is this this transaction is what got people saying, "Okay, we mean business." Let's keep it a buck here. If we didn't bring Von Miller, we'd still be excited. Don't get me wrong; the excitement would still be sky high. But because we brought in a a big name, a name that uh, that has two Super Bowls under his belt. A name that's got over 100 sacks in his career. A name that's still hot in these streets. That has got us with an extra level of excitement. And we paid a big penny, a large penny for this individual. And this this individual was one person that we didn't feel that we'd ever need to bring in. Because we wouldn't be able to afford it. But Brandon Bean was that man bucked that. We're bringing him in. And that we did. So, folks. Von Miller's addition to this team is is an extra element of excitement that we want brought for the season, this whole season. Von Miller alone, the last four season openers, five sacks, seven QB hits, and he's he's just getting started. He's, He's getting warmed up. He's got a new situation. He's got a new revamp surrounding around him. He's got young protégés. And Boogie Basham and Greg Rousseau, and you got, I mean, Tremaine Edmonds back behind you, Matt Milano. He's got a young nucleus of guys ready to go. Now, these ain't babies now. These are not babies. These are guys that have some now experience, some game experience, some years under their belt. So this couldn't have, this couldn't have worked out greater for our guy, Von Miller. 115 sacks in his career with 154 tackles for loss. The one thing that I'm going to be very much paying attention to is where they line him up. I've asked this question early in camp, and I've seen quite a bit of him left and the right side. But we've known Greg Rousseau to only primarily rush from the left side. So how they move that around, and I'm very curious to see how they're going to play this out. I'm excited. I'm very excited. By the way, people are asking me if I've seen... um, have I seen Von Miller's letter? No, I have not seen Von Miller's letter. I'm going to pull it up as I speak, and then we can go from there. And, I, and by the looks of it, it sounds like you guys are very excited for Von Miller and his letter that he wrote. Von Miller letter to the Bills? What's my man saying? I'm going to find, I'm going to find it, and I'm going to, I'm going to find out what, uh, what my man is saying. But anyway. Number 40 is going to be lit. Number 40 is going to be lit all season long. I'm trying to look for this letter now. You guys got me all. 
Von Miller's letter to the Bills. Let me see what we got here. Let me let me see what we got here. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna actually play the audio. I I think it's maybe it's a maybe it's a full audio. I'm gonna find out right now. So, but Von Miller's. I'm excited for Von Miller and Von Miller's addition to this team. By the way, super chat coming in from my man Scott Blakely, my guy Scotty. Scotty comes in and says, "Yo, man." Rico, did you see Von Miller's letter to Bills Mafia? If not, play it for the Bing team. It's worth it. All right, fam, I got you. I got you. I'm going to play it right now. This is my first time listening to it, so we're going to do it together. Lord, let me be the player they want me to be. Let me be the player I know I can be. Lord, let me bring a Super Bowl to this fan base. I ask you for good times and happiness to have the strength and energy to come out here and work and allow me to be a light to my teammates. Von Miller chooses the Buffalo Bills. Is number 40 available. The more I think of this deal, the more I kind of love it. And I love that the Bills did this. Love, 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 love this side. It's the yep. Von Miller effect. Yeah. He can beat anybody. That is why. Von Miller is a go for it. I think he is the finishing touch. A legit Super Bowl contender. One step away from a Super Bowl. He's won two Super Bowls and been an MVP. That means something in the locker room. And it had to be something special. It had to be this. It had to be the Buffalo Bills and, you know, what they've created here. It feels like this whole thing is years in the making. I mean, if you go back to my draft, I was supposed to be a Bill. The Denver Broncos select Von Miller. I felt like all this time, Buffalo has been trying to choose me. This time, the choice was mine. And yeah, I heard the stories. I know the history. I know y'all carry a lot of pain. Wide right. No good. Wide right. The Music City Miracle. What a devastating way for Buffalo to lose. 13 seconds. It was over with 13 seconds to go. Bruh, it. Burn it all. Gotcha. Jumps over a man. He hurdles and picks up the first down. Allen on the move. Back into the end zone. Back in the end zone. Touchdown. Deliverers. Touchdown. Stephon Diggs! What a play! Intercepted! Mike Hunt! Sliding catch made by Hunt! Over the middle! Intercepted! Jordan Poyer! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Out of the middle to the end zone! And it's Davis! Remarkable! I mean, this team has what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. Trust me. I've been there. Do I want another ring? Hell yeah, I do. But it's really about more than me. It's about Buffalo. I came to Buffalo to be a difference maker for a franchise that's been so close so many times, for the Hall of Famers, for my teammates that laid the foundation, for a fan base that deserves a Super Bowl parade. Bills Mafia, I want to be all that for you because I know what that'll mean to you. And that means everything to me. <clears throat> Yo. That shit will get anybody hyped. I don't care what anybody tells me. <laughs> yo, Heather Hathaway says, yo, get your Zippos. Light that mug up. Light them up. Damn, that, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. That was actually pretty fire. That was fire. And, and this is apropos because all eyes are going to be on what this defense brings. But more specifically, the addition of Von Miller wasn't just an addition just to kind of get people in the stands. We already have that. You see the price of the tickets? The tickets are nasty right now. 
but is it is it's worth it? It's worth it because of what we're going to bring on to this to this year. What we're going to bring to the fans this year is going to be absolutely nuts. And the addition of Von Miller is just that. You ever see that that where you got a cup and there's a game where everybody's putting water in the cup and we got to see. Let me see if you can add that last drop to make the the water fall over. You know what I'm saying? Von Miller might be that last drop in the bucket to just overflow and then bring these freaking, bring that Lombardi to the Bills. Damn it, I'm freaking hyped right now. I'm telling you right now. Thank you for pointing that out because I did not know Von Miller came out and did an open letter to the Bills. Appreciate you, Scott Blakely, and everybody in the chat that was letting me know that. Get them things up. But folks, that Von Miller edition, we can't, I mean, nobody's sleeping on it. I don't want to say don't sleep on it. Nobody's sleeping on that. But I'm going to tell you right now, folks, Von Miller didn't was not brought to the Bills for his just for his ability. He was brought for his mental. He was brought for his leadership. I mean, it's very clear. It's very clear on 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 why they brought Von Miller to the Bills. I mean, did you see who who they named for captains? Did you see who they who they named for captain? Well, Von Miller's one of them. You don't you don't just bring a guy like Von Miller for no reason to the Bills. And and speaking of captains, I'm about to I'm about to name you the the captains. If you guys are have fallen asleep on finding out who our captains are, one of them is Von Miller. <laughs> and you don't put a guy like Von Miller as captain for no reason, right? Because sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Because what Von Miller brings to this team is there's a there's an alpha to him, right? There's a there's an alpha mentality he brings just by sitting next to the man, just by talking to him, just by seeing what he does. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna put it this way: I was just visiting my sister. I was visiting I was visiting my sister in Bama, and I'm watching everybody. They 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 have this thing called HOA. I mean, my neighborhood doesn't have that, but. You live in a community where you got the HOA and you got to keep everything unif- unified and, and every your your lawn is cut, right? And if one person's lawn is not cut, maybe you hear it, right? And we specifically talked to this one dude that his backyard was primo. He had the freaking gazebo, a nice gazebo. He had a, a pond right behind his backyard. But anyway, and I say this because I was like, yo, why don't you fence your stuff up so people don't see it? He's like, no, I want people to see it because when they see what I'm doing, it sets the example for everybody else to keep their freaking properties up because our, our value goes up. Guess what, bitches? Our value has just gone up with the addition of Von Miller because now we're going to have way more value in a guy like Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver in the middle, mini Aaron Donald. You got Carlos Basham that's learning. So every little thing that Von Miller is doing, that property value, that value of the players on the defensive front, the defensive backfield, the middle linebacker, everybody on the team goes up. And if you don't think it seeps all the way through the offensive side of the ball when you have an alpha in Josh Allen, boy, oh, boy, y'all better watch out. These Rams don't know what's coming to them, boy. I'll tell you. Watch the F out. I'm excited, man. So Vaughn Miller, 
All eyes on Von Miller. By the way, shout out to my man Fluffy Panda. Comes in your easy, Rico. Repeat after me. Go Bills. Head nod. That's what you get. <laughs> Speaking of that, by the way, I'm walking. Uh, I'm walking through. Uh, not one time that I meet any uh, Bills fans in Bama, but I mean that's that's college country, so I get it. So I'm at the Philly airport, and I'm walking, and I, I have my Bills cap on, and uh, some guy that was sitting there just chilling, and uh, he goes, Bills. And I turn around, and he goes, going to have a big year. And I gave him a head nod. He says, go Bills. I absolutely did not say go Bills. But I gave him the head nod. Boom. Give him that, and keep it pushing. And in my mind, I was like, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. But we see what's happening. I'm walking in Philly, and they know what's good. You feel me? So this is a big freaking year. A big freaking, a big freaking year for the Bills. Now, moving on. Now, moving on, my friends, we talked about Ken Dorsey. We talked about Vaughn Miller. We talked about Aaron Donald and what, what he brings to his defense. Van Jefferson's out. Now, it's not a big, it's not a big one, but Van Jefferson gives them a three-headed monster, right? A deep threat that gets downfield. That's got now we've got to be on high alert. With him being out, we can kind of somewhat focus on, okay, now we can kind of focus on these two. You know what I'm saying I'm not saying that they don't got no they they got nobody else after Van Jefferson, but those are the three big names that they got. Now Van Jefferson's out. We knew that he could possibly be out for this week, and now it's official. He is out. So now we've got Dane, we've got Kyrie, Teron Johnson. You know what I'm saying y'all can focus on now putting a great game plan together and getting after Matt Stafford. And Von will be the damn difference maker. You damn right, Sal. You damn right. Air Allen says, Yo, Rico, let that pride go, man. When you see a Bills fan, yell it. Yell it at the mountaintops. Just let him have it. Hell no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't doing it. But I will give you a head nod because I ain't, I ain't a dickhead. I'm not going to go Bills and, and keep walking. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you a head nod. We know what's good. And let's keep it pushing. So, folks, Ken Dorsey, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Van Jefferson's out. Now, there's one, there's one more topic I've got to talk about. Right. And I got to make sure I went through all my, my notes to make sure we good. Perfect. Last one that I want to talk about. What is going on with Jordan Poyer? No, real talk, man. Real talk. And what's, uh, listen, it's a, it's a great discussion. Shout out to my man Bobby for this, right? Is there any concern if Jordan Poirier isn't extended this week? Are you concerned? I mean, should you be concerned? He hasn't bitched once. He hasn't acted a fool. So there, there should be no concern coming from Bills fans because we assume, which we should, that he'll, he'll suit up and play. Now, here's my theory on this. And I, I don't want to call it a theory. It's just my opinion. Here's what I think. We all know that not only does not only does Jordan Poyer deserve a contract, he's earned it. We all know that. There's nobody that can tell you he did not earn it. It's just not happening. Excuse me, I hit the wrong button there. He deserves every penny he gets coming his way because he's played well enough the last three years consistently to earn himself a contract. 
but yet he is without a contract. Why? I mean, some people can say he might be asking for too much. We don't know what he's asking for. That's number one. Some folks will say, well, listen, man, he's, he's, he's above 30. Well, he's pushing 32. We got some young, we got some young bucks on this team. So like we straight now, but hold on a second. When one goes and gets a top flight agent, you would think that your agent is going to go balls to the wall and say, hey, if you don't pay my player, we're going to hold out. Now, I think the good guy, and my man Bobby Ray says, yo, Poyer's gone next season. Damn. The good guy in Poyer doesn't want to be a distraction to the team, doesn't want to cause a riff with his brothers, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't want to look terrible in the eye of the media because you know how public opinion could destroy some people. If he held out and if he did that in the third, people would have said, yo, what's this guy holding out for? He's 32 years of age. You don't think we can replace your ass? Like, he did everything correctly with integrity, if you will. Because you don't hear him speaking out of turn. He won't do it. My man Bobby says, yo, don't get the best agent in the game to get stood up. Here's where my opinion comes in. Thank you, Bobby. Here's where I come in. Here's what I think happened. He goes and gets himself an agent. He knows what he's doing. I'm going to fire the people that have, that have held me down for the since my career began. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just going to assume. And I'm going to go get the big dog, the big shark. The one that gets people deals like T.O. and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're watching Derwin James get big money. You watched the bum out in, uh, in, uh, in Seattle. What's that bum's name um, that got paid? He went to the Jets. It's eluding me right now. He got paid huge money. And it wasn't, and at the time that he got his big money, wasn't even one of the best safeties in the game. He, and his name is still eluding me. And I just, he's that much, he's so irrelevant to me that I don't care. Jamal Adams, thank you very much, Sean Hibbs. Thank you. So, Jamal, you see guys like Jamal Adams getting paid 17 mil. You, you're chomping at the bit to like, okay, give me my money. So let, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out and get myself an agent. Now, Bean is like, oh, so that's what we're doing. You want to go and get Drew Rosenhaus? I got a good relationship with Drew. So that's cool. I get what you're doing. It's a business. But I'm calling your bluff, Jordan Poyer. I'm calling your bluff. You ain't going to hold out. You're going to play because you love this team. You're going to play because you love your teammates. You're going to play because you want to win a Super Bowl. You're going to play because you're under contract. That's what you're going to do. And I'm calling your bluff. You ain't going to hold out for shit. And I think that's what happened. And that's what's playing out right now. He stood his ground. And he's, and, he's, and he's not going to pay. Now, I hope that's not the case. I hope they work something out. Because Poyer just belongs with the Bills. Poyer belongs with Micah Hyde. But this is also a business. This is also a business. And we're in the business of getting younger. And we're in the business of keeping the business moving. Right? We can't hold on to certain, certain things. Right? If that were the case, we would have held on to LaShawn McCoy. Well, LaShawn McCoy was getting older and was declining. 
We saw it. In comes Devin Singletary. We would have held on to a whole other, a whole bunch of other players, but time, time and value and what we have invested in eventually has to take place. Jaquan Johnson had a fantastic camp. You don't think they want to see more of Jaquan Johnson? Potentially. DeMar Hamlin is still coming on as a player. You don't think they want to see DeMar Hamlin develop and get on the field? I'm just saying. So, folks, Brandon Bean was like, I see your your game. I like it. And I call. Put your cards down. And my man's sitting there like, I don't want to. Brandon Bean's like, put your cards down, sir. I want to see what you got because I don't think you got what you think you're saying you're trying to do. Poirier doesn't want to put his card down because when he did, not doing it. Now, I'm speculating. It's just my opinion. But he called his bluff. Bean is like, you're going to play this season? And maybe, depending on how things play out, I might bring you back in maybe in, at the end of the year. Maybe we can talk about that. But you'll be a free agent by then. And then, then I can now have negotiations with you to see what's really good. Because right now you're in a contract. So you, you can try to push me and try to... No, I, I've been in the game far too long. It ain't going to happen. So you're going to finish this year. And then maybe when you become a free agent, and if you want to come back, we can talk about a, a deal then. But by that point, you have shopped around. And you got to see what, you, what your value could be. Problem is, he's going to get what he deserves. Now, somebody, somebody sent me a message. It was like, yo, could it, could it be that they trade Jordan Poirier before the season? No. I highly doubt it. It would, dis, it would just disrupt the morale of the team. It would disrupt everything. If you were going to do something like that, you would have done it months ago. They're most likely going to restructure something, but it certainly ain't coming right now. I really hope it happens. But I think Brandon Bean was like, nah, man, I call your bluff, bro. You're going to wait until I'm ready. You're not going to push me, and not that Jordan did, but when you make a move like bringing in Drew Rosenhaus, that is a strong move. That's not just a, oh, behind, okay, okay, I see what you're doing. No, no, that's a big move. Drew, Drew Rosenhaus isn't just somebody. He ain't just an agent. He is somebody that you have to, okay, I peep game. So here we are. Jordan Poirier is without a deal. Brandon Bean is getting ready for the season. Will they broach this subject sometime soon? Maybe at maybe they do something on bye week and they, they come in and, and, and make something happen. Who knows? But Jordan Poirier has got to be sitting here going, I did everything right and y'all still ain't trying to pay me? Things are up in the air. Like there's nothing concrete. Every time you ask him about what's going on to Brandon Bean in the press conference, hey, I mean, you know what I mean? Right now we're just focused on the season and, uh, you know I me. Mean? hopefully we'd love to get something done, but we'll see. Nobody knows. Nobody freaking knows. Matt716 says, yo, trust the process. Well, if you've seen what the process does to people, <laughs> when the process is, is properly, you know what I'm saying, processed, things usually work out for both parties, but right now it's not. So we can, whose process are we trusting here? Are we trusting the bean process? Because a lot of people say you got to trust in bean. So I guess we got to trust what Bean is doing. If Bean doesn't want to sign him, maybe there's something Bean knows and that he feels like, nah, man, we good with the nucleus that we have if we have to move on for Jordan Poirier. And you heard it from Micah Hyde's mouth himself that 
we don't miss a beat when Jaquan Johnson is in. And that's from Micah Hyde himself. Salute to my man, Jeff King. Jeff King comes in and says, when you have a good leader who has made it to the promised land, it makes it, makes it very easy for players to follow them, trust them, and rise to the occasion. This is our year. Let's go. And he's right. Jeff King is right. Brandon Bean was part of that 2015 team, I believe, 2015 Panthers team that went to the Super Bowl. So he knows. He's familiar. He wants back in. We just got to make sure that we handle our business. And how we handle our business is winning the freaking division. If we go number one seed, even better. But like we all know, we've got seven crucial first seven games of the season. Crucial. Huge. And like I said at the beginning of the show, set the freaking tone right now with the Rams in the next couple of days. Set the tone. Because if you don't set this tone early, boy, oh boy, we, it, it, could, it could turn ugly. But the good thing is we have such a damn good team, a well-coached team, an elite quarterback. Can't see it happening. I mean, you saw the, you saw the year we had last year when we lost to Pittsburgh Steelers. Speaking of Pittsburgh, they finally named a starter, Mitch Trubisky. I think that was by default. I think that was by default. If they're both even, you might as well go with the veteran guy that's done it before and kind of, you mean, have some leadership in you. But Kenny Pickett pushed him. Kenny Pickett absolutely pushed him. So, folks, I come in and, and recap what we've talked about. Kyrie Elam has got his hands full. Dane Jackson will have his hands full as well. He's got to come through. He's definitely got to come through. Because Allen Robinson ain't no joke. Speaking of Allen Robinson, I have Allen Robinson on my fantasy team. And I'd love to show you guys my fantasy team and let you and 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 get your opinion on on uh, on my fantasy team. Curious as, as to what you guys uh, feel and think about it. But folks, huge game, huge game this year, man. And for those that are, that are living under a rock and and seeing who we have on the squad and what we're gonna do, well, I'll tell you this much: Stephon Diggs is gonna lead the way in the receiving room. Gabe Davis, followed by Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder. I'm, I'm super excited about Jamison Crowder and what he can do. Khalil Shakir, I'm super excited about Khalil. And we got uh, touchdown Jesus on the squad. Josh Allen, Case Keenum, make your quarterbacks, your run game, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and James Cook. Now, James Cook. James Cook. I'm curious to see what James Cook is going to bring to us this freaking season. I really am, man. Because we drafted him quite high. So I want to see what he's got to bring to the table. When they asked about how they're going to divvy up, you know, I mean, who gets what, it, they're, they're, they're looking to bring James Cook along slowly and then ramp him up. So we're going to get a heavy dose of Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Now, this game is crucial. For a guy like James Cook. And I'm going to tell you why this is crucial. Because this could be, if anybody has him on fantasy or if you're doing, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, DraftKings, maybe it'd be a sleeper pick to pick James Cook. And I'll, I'll explain to you a little bit why. When you have a guy like Aaron Donald coming your way, 
that's problematic. It, it makes you have to get rid of the football rather quickly. So if you're, you're, the, if you're the freaking Rams, you, you know what we have interior line on the interior line. I don't think Aaron Donald is scared of anybody. I don't think he's scared of Mitch Morris. I don't think he's scared of Ryan Bates. I don't think he's scared of Roger Saffold. He's not scared of any of these cats. So you know he's going to bring it in. So looking at this Rams defense, they're going to be on our ass putting the pressure on. So how do you get how do you how do you slow down a pass rush? Get rid of the ball rather quickly. And when you get rid of the ball rather quickly, you get rid of it to your catching running back. Your running back that catches out of the backfield. So maybe just maybe James Cook has one of those days where he's got like seven receptions for 120 yards. I just say it. <laughs> so that might be something. So if you want to you want know, a sleeper a sleeper pick Maybe it's James Cook. I didn't draft James Cook. I felt I didn't feel the need. I felt like I, I, I had a decent team that I didn't need to draft James Cook. I got Zach Moss, though. And I think Zach Moss is going to be given a lot of touches in the red zone. And I feel like we're going to live in the red zone a lot. So Zach Moss might be busy. We'll soon find out. But I, I, I come to you and I want to share what you guys feel how you guys feel about my fantasy? Because I'm curious about how you guys feel about it. Um, and when it comes to fantasy, you guys know what it is, man. If you guys have not joined a fantasy, I mean, you should do your draft in the next day or two. Do not wait until week one is done and then you make your draft because that's awful. I mean, anybody that does that, you're not a fantasy player. That's just my opinion. Uh, go away. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way I look at it. But you, there's, there's going to be some things for you guys to look at. And I, I'm curious to see how you guys... Uh, how you guys think about my, uh, I'll start with this. Let me put it this way. So my fantasy team, I got Joe Burrow. Now I really wanted to grab Josh Allen. I went through, I went through the first round. I grabbed CMC. I hope he doesn't pull the CMC. I hope he's a CMC that goes 17 games healthy with Baker Mayfield throwing him the football with more command of the offense. And I saw him, Sam freaking Donald, maybe, just maybe we have a full healthy season from CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Now, another thing. On the way back, I picked third. I was the third pick. On the way back, I was like, I'm going to grab Josh Allen right here. And some jackass grabbed Josh Allen. I was literally upset. I just, I, I was upset. So then I'm like, ugh. So I can't grab any, I can't grab any quarterbacks. I got to go through. So here's my team. Joe Burrow. My quarterback, Christian McCaffrey. I got Josh Jacobs, the reliable Josh Jacobs. I might go with Zaire White to back him up as a handcuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm still deciding. He's available. I had him and I dropped him for Zach Moss. I got Allen Robinson. I got Adam Thielen. I got a feeling. Yeah, I got Adam Thielen. I got Darren Waller, a tight end. And I picked up Isaiah McKenzie. Woo, woo. That's my guy. Picked up Romeo Dubs. Tyler Bass is my kicker, and I tried to get the Bills defense, and some jackass grabbed the Bills defense, but that's what you get. That's what you get. When you, your team is elite, the guys are going to grab them. There's no more sleeping on the Bills. Like, no, I'm not picking the Bills. You don't know, but I always used to pick them. Now, the, the bag, the, the cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows, right? I got the Colts defense. That should be damn good. Got a good, good freaking defensive line. Great linebacker. They picked up, uh, they picked up Gilmore. 
So they, I mean, they got good safety play. So they should be good this year. Zach Moss on my bench. Michael Carter. I tried to get Brees Hall. Brees Hall got jacked up. They, they took him too early, way too early. So Brees Hall was gone. So I grabbed Carter. Then I got Kenneth Walker from Seattle. I'll see how he does. And then I go, uh, I went with Alec Pierce from the Colts, the big time player from the, for the Colts. They drafted him pretty high. So we'll see how it plays out. And then I picked up Irv Smith. I like my team. Pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go with a second quarterback. Usually a lot of people go, they draft a quarterback and then draft a second quarterback and just let him sit on the bench the whole time. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Now, if Nate Peterman was on a squad and he was starting quarterback, I would have grabbed him right away. I would have stashed him on my team and said, get ready, big fella. When Josh Allen or Joe Burrow is out, you're going in. But Nate Peterman is a free agent. So, Patrick, it's not going to happen, buddy. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Nate Peterman! By the way, I got told by somebody, don't ever stop yelling Nate Peterman's name. And I won't. I'll keep it up. So that's my fantasy squad, man. So I had Scott Blinken says, yo, there's a lot of injury-prone guys on the squad. Well, they were old injury-prone guys. So I'm hoping that, you know what I mean, some rest, they can come in and really do some damage, man. So I'm looking for CMC to do some big things, man. Some big things from CMC. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but for the most part, fantasy, fantasy is going to be huge. And if you guys are in on fantasy, Dude, this is this is a, this is going to be a fun and big year. Now, if you're part of a dynasty, well, that's a whole different ball game. If you're part of a dynasty, great. If you're thinking of joining a dynasty and you know a person that's adding you into the dynasty and you're just not sure, let me make it very clear for you. Listen to this video and that should clear things up. We all love fantasy football but you've never experienced it like this. Dynasty Owner is the best way to play fantasy football. Do you have what it takes to be the best Dynasty Owner in the league? Download the Dynasty Owner app on the App Store or Google Play today to find out. And there you have it. Get in on fantasy. And if you're not, if you're not doing it, shame on you. Fantasy football is where it's at. It makes football freaking fun to watch makes football fun to play and it, it makes you well versed on other rosters you can't just sit here and just be only bills you know what I'm saying you gotta know what's going on around the league so you know what to do so be, you become that guy that wins your league now if you're part of a league that's you know what I mean five bucks to get in or 10 bucks or 25 bucks cool you know what I'm saying if you're part of a big boy league that's a hundred dollars and over you know you gotta you gotta be you gotta take shit serious you know what I mean so uh have fun playing fantasy this year, folks. Have fun. Uh, Humble Bills fan comes in and says, yo, there were lower body injuries for CMC. Uh, CMC's done. Nah, I think CMC still got it, man. I think CMC still got it. I took a chance, though. I took a chance. You know what I'm saying? I could have I could have gone, I mean, I could have went Derrick Henry. But, like, Derrick Henry and the Texans, I mean, and the, and the Titans are just not going to be the same team. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't go with that. I just couldn't. And he's coming off his broken foot. So I got to I got to chill out with a broken foot. But CMC, he had a lot of rest, a lot of rest. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's going to he's going to have some he's going to have a big I think he's going to have a big year. And maybe that's what makes me win my league. But uh, back to what really matters is what these bills do this year and what they specifically do in this upcoming game Thursday night against the Rams. Rams. They got a good team, man. They won the Super Bowl. They got they're good at their they've got great coaching. 
Defensively, they're, they're very, very coached. Offensively, they're excellent coach on the offensive side of the ball. Good chemistry. You got, uh, you got Matthew Stafford going in the second year onto this team. There's no Odell Beckham. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Cooper Cup. It's Allen Robinson. And it's, it's an it's a okay O-line going up against a very good defensive line. On the other side, we've got an above-average O-line going up against a, a very solid interior line. So it's going to be fun. And this is what the NFL is about, man. They want to they put money in money. Like This is a game that all eyes are going to be. This is probably going to set a record. This is probably going to set a record for most highly viewed game on Thursday night. Rankings, the, the ratings are going to be freaking out, skyrocket out the roof. Mark my words. It's going to be one of the highly watched, anticipated games of the year. I hope we freaking spank the Rams. I really hope we spank the Rams and set the freaking tone early. That's what I'm looking forward to being. So uh, that being said, questions, concerns. You know what I'm saying? My, my show here is done. Uh, but if you guys have any questions or concerns that you guys would like to uh, follow up, uh, whether it's fantasy, uh, whether it's with these bills and, and question, or there might be a topic that I may have missed on. If you have any questions, talk to me now and talk to me nice. Scott Blake comes in and says, hey, man, let's freaking go. You know what I'm saying? Rico got to send. <laughs> Rico, you got to send some reactions of you watching the game. Bing team needs it. Good, bad, or indifferent. Rated R Rico is the best. <laughs> Yo, sometimes I do miss Rated R Rico, though. I do. Sometimes I really want to get after it and just, just, just cuss a storm. But I'm trying to, I'm flipping the page. I'm trying to be a new man. I'm trying to be a new man. Ronald Wrigley. Wrigley, I appreciate you. Ronald has been a, 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 va a value viewer, man. Ronald, you, you've been viewing a long time and you've been showing mad love. Uh, just for you. I didn't wear my, my Chicago Cubs hat. Just for you, big fella. <laughs> I didn't wear it. Uh, I, I had to keep it bills today. So uh, JK says, yo, Rico, start or, start or bench Singletary? Got some opinions here interested on yours. Let me tell you something, man. I've been drafting Singletary for the last couple of years. And this year, I stayed away from Singletary. Why? Because they've got Singletary, they've got Zach Moss, and they got James Cook. And for his value... I don't think you're going to get as much as you, you think you're going to get. You're probably going to get like seven points from him, maybe a touchdown if he gets there, or they might give it to Zach Moss and vulture it from him. So you're looking at maybe 10 points max. Is it worth it for your starting? Now, the question is, who is he starting over? Who are you benching Singletary for? So, JK, let me know who you're asking me between Singletary and who. That's what you got to let me know. Uh, and when you get back to me, hit me up. Wario says, yo, he's got a lot in the shoe this year. Uh, who are you talking about, boy? Alex Rose. I feel that Matt. I feel that, but uh, I feel that Matt, but I got him in the mid-round, so I think it's good value. So you guys are talking about fantasy. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Patrick Garrett says, yo, Edmonds is going to bring it. You know what? I totally agree. And Edmonds is going to bring it for a, a good reason. There's two reasons he's going to bring it for. Because he's going into his fifth year, right? It's, it's a big year. And not only that, it's a contract year. And you know how it is contract years. Contract year means you got to step your game up. If you want the bag, you got to step your game up all the way. You saw what Jordan Phillips did when he wanted the bag. Jordan Phillips had nine and a half sacks. And he got, him he got his money in Arizona. And guess what? He's right back where he belongs in Buffalo, right? Marcel Darius, same damn thing. Parlayed a 10-sack season into a hundred million dollar contract and then fell off <laughs> you know what i mean so it, it it's 
you guys know what it is, man. Even Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson had a strong final year. I think he had six and a half sacks, uh, a, a whole bunch of tackle for losses, had a great year. Got himself a great deal with the Miami Dolphins. Then he bounced around a couple times, and he's right back with the Bills. So we know what's good. So hopefully it's one of those deals where he actually plays well, and that playing well turns into a long contract, which has him playing extremely well for us in the next four or five years and not falling off. So we'll see how that plays out. You got to get the bag. You got to get the bag. Uh, Matt716 says, yo, I'm going to Tennessee, Green Bay, Browns, Vikings this season. Damn, you going to all those games? Shoot, go for, good for you, fam. Good for you. I'm, I'm trying to hit that Steelers game. That Steelers game is looking mighty good. So uh, I'll, I'll be over there uh, with my Bills folk, and we will see you at that stadium, for real. Um, my man Space Oddity says, yo, what do you expect out of James Cook this season? I don't expect too much out of James Cook, truth be told. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't really expect too much. Not because he's not going to produce. I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's just, it's just a matter of picking, pecking order and what he does with his touches. They might limit his touches where if you don't get the touches, it's very difficult to kind of really produce and give your all, right? I mean, he'll give it his all, but are you really going to get into a rhythm enough that you make it count? Um, and it's very difficult. So you got to he's got to do the most that he can with the little touches that he'll be getting because don't forget, you have a vulture in Josh Allen that will run the ball at will whenever he feel, whenever he needs it. I mean, whenever he wants to, he's the man of the squad. I mean, that's he owns his team pretty much. So he does what he wants, right? If it's a keep, if it's a freaking uh, uh, an option play, he's keeping it. He never gives it to the freaking the the running back. Never does. He keeps it. That's what he does, man. So keep on that. And then Devin Singletary is, is poised to have a big year. This is his final year of his of his season. Right, he's in the fourth year of his of his season, uh, of his contract. So you know he's gonna push on everything he's got to do. Zach Moss. I mean, there's so many storylines within the running back room, right? You got Devin Singleton in his fourth year and his last year of the deal. So you, what I just tell you, when you're in the last year, year of your deal, you gotta push. You gotta go hard, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? You could talk about all you want that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna do whatever I can with the best opportunities. I get that part, but you're going to every opportunity you get, you're gonna push even harder so they don't take away your opportunities. That's number one. That's one storyline right there. Number two, Zach Moss. Zach Moss doesn't have a good year this year. Yo, he ain't he ain't coming back. There goes the long-term contract for Devin Singletary, and Zach Moss is gone. So Zach Moss is playing for next year heavily to be that one guy. And then James Cook is just chilling. He's learning. He's seeing the process. And then he'll be 1A, 1B running back with whoever is going to be in the backfield next year because it certainly is not going to look the same this year. So we'll see how that plays out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. My man, Corey Jefferson says, yo, how do you feel about the cornerbacks? I'm not sold on them. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Uh, the one thing that has me, that has, that gives me a little bit of, I can breathe is because I have Micah Hyde and, and Jordan Poirier in the backfield. Not only that, I also have an elite pass rusher in Von Miller next to a second year player in Greg Rousseau pushed by the interior of the Quan Jones, Tim Settle. And I mean, I'm excited about what's at the front lines. So if we're putting pressure, pressure, we put pressure on this, on this interior line and we're getting after that quarterback, there's no time to survey the field. You got to get rid of the ball rather quickly. So it's either incomplete, it's deflected, intercepted. At least it won't, the, the onus is not just solely on these cornerbacks. So they do have help. And then when Trey White comes back, we, 
five, probably more so after the bye. He's got to at least do four weeks on the pup list. Then he'll come back probably after the bye week, and then we strengthen ourselves. So these these young pups at the cornerback spot just got to hold their water. Just do well enough and, and gain your experience until Trey White comes back, and then we become more of a, a complete defense. That's what I'm looking forward to. So we'll see uh, how these how these play out. Uh, New Mexico comes in. Yo, Rico is still in love with Brees Hall. Hey, <laughs> that ain't going to change. He's still going to be my draft sweetheart. I mean, until I mean, I, you guys already heard what I said. He's on the Jets, but I have to hate him. I have to hate him. I'm going to hate him even more if he has a great year. You know what I'm saying? But Michael Carter is going to have something to say about that. Just saying. Uh, how many do you think will uh, will rep in L.A.? Ooh. Well, I'll tell you that right now. I have, I have uh, my girl, Krista. She is in L.A. right now. She's in L.A. right now. And I'm going to send her a message to ask her what the vibe is like and how many Bills fans are out there. And uh, and it's early enough because she's she's on the West Coast, so there's it's they're still they're still awake. Uh, so I'm gonna see what she's saying. I gotta see. I hate dead air, by the way. I, I apologize for giving you guys dead air. I hate that. So I'm gonna see what she says. I just sent her like how many fans are out there? Real talk because she was asking me, are there any tailgates going on are there any parties i said yes there is There's a big ass bills backers party in la that's happening but over five thousand fans i think there's gonna be more than that that's just my opinion i think there's gonna be way more than five thousand fans uh at that stadium there's a lot of west coast bills fans and there's a lot of and, and you know how they how we do bills fans travel extremely well and you have an opportunity to go to los you go you have a, you have an opportunity to go to los angeles you take it if the opportunity is there you go you make a vacation of it. You do what you got to do. You go catch your Bills game. You watch the Bills whoop the tail of the Rams, and you fly your ass back home. But I'm very curious myself, Scott Blakely, to see how many people are out there. So when she sends me a message, I'll let y'all know. Uh, Brandon Harris is your Rico. Who will be on the inactive list this week? That's a great question. Um, I don't. They, I don't. They they don't put that out this early, first and foremost. So who will be on the inactive list? Yo, you know what though? Real talk. That's a great question because didn't Zach Moss start off on the on the inactive list? Um, no, I, I don't know if he started on the inactive list, but there's a one point where Zach Moss was on the inactive list. I think it was the first week or the second week. I'm not sure. So it very well could happen that he might be on the inactive list again and they go with James Cook and they go with Devin Singletary to, to exploit, you know what I'm saying, uh, a weakness that they may see in this Rams defense. Who knows? Um, but inactive. That's a damn good question, man. Um, probably on the defensive line, you'll probably see some inactives. Um, dude, I don't know, man. I you can't ask me that shit. I have no idea. <laughs> That's a great question. And I I don't want to speculate and say, oh, this guy's gonna be on it, but like pay attention to Zach Moss, maybe. Because don't forget, you got Taiwan Jones that's gonna be on special teams, and then you got Reggie Gillum as your fullback, and then you got James Cook, Devin Singletary, and you've got Zach Moss. So one of these guys is going to be inactive. So maybe it's Zach Moss, maybe James Cook. I can't see it. I don't know, man. Bro, I have no idea. That's a, that's a very good question. So we're going to find out how that's going to play out, man. We're going to really find out how to play out. By the way, JK, did you find out who you're, who you're going up against? Because I'm curious to see uh, what the deal is. Curious to see what's up, man. Um, Space Audio says, yo, 27% of ticket sales came from New York zip codes. 
not taking into account any Bills fans from out of state. I'm telling you, man, we are going to represent. 5,000 seems awfully, awfully low. I think that's like a, that's a start. That's a base start. You got to start up there and go from there. You got to. Um, JK says, yo, I heard Sal Capatrio talking about the huge Bills party in, in uh, Hermosa Beach. Listen, there's going to be parties everywhere, my guy. Everywhere. It's not going to stop. There's going to be parties going everywhere. So that's what it is, man. I got a couple more minutes. I'm going to take some questions. Uh, if you want your question read, if I skipped it, I don't mean to skip it. Um, I'm trying to read everything. But if you want specifically to meet your, uh, to, for me to jump on your question, Super Chat is the way to get my attention. Um, and then we'll go from there. But I'm going through every question that I can that's uh, at least apropos to uh, anything that's going on right now in terms of what we're talking about. So uh, forgive me as I go through it. Uh, JK says, Yo, Rico, I have Singletary in the flex spot. It was him or Christian. O oh, Chris, Chris Olave. Ooh, so Chris Olave, Chris Olave, Chris Olave is for the Saints, right? So Chris Olave went to the Saints. Jameis Winston is, is, is set to have a big freaking year, bro. So it all depends who else, who other you, who your other running backs are. But if it's simply between those two, Devin Singletary, first week. Mm, I think I might go Chris Olave, bro. I think I might go Chris Olave. Um, I just, I just feel that's what it is, man. Chris Olave is for me. If you guys feel differently, let me know. Let your bro know. So, any questions regarding, um, you know, what I'm saying Bills Mafia, anything Buffalo fanatics, uh, the shows. By the way, if you guys aren't aware, the the show lists are out, baby. We've got Monday nights Zbot. He crushed that show last night. And we've got tonight. Then we got my man, uh, potentially tomorrow. Shout out to my man, Rev. Rev was uh, a little under the weather. He was he started his new business, you know what I'm saying? Getting the burgers out, Rev's burgers and, and wings and all that stuff. But uh, he was, uh, yeah, dude, he dehydration, man. He was getting the, the heat was getting to him in the kitchen. So uh, we'll see if he's if he's up to date and up to if he's ready to go uh, for tomorrow night. If not, uh, prayers out to my man. Get get recovered. Get get well. Get Get ready because we got a big time game on Thursday. And then Thursday, we got a pregame show. Join us for the pregame show. It's going to be lit. Um, my man, it's going to be me. Evan, hopefully, will be uh, available. Uh, we're going to have my man Z-Bot doing it. I'm going to have a special guest join us as well. If you guys remember Rio, Rio uh, was the uh, the Commanders fan. Remember the Washington Commanders? I had him on the show last year. You guys loved him. Um, so I'm going to have him come in as a, as a guest to speak on this, lot, this, uh, this matchup. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be really fun. So join us for the pregame. And then during the game live, come on to the BF Network, and you're going to have my man Pierre live during the game, just like he did in preseason. Get If you want to watch the game with somebody else and get live with them, that's where you want to be at. You want to be Thursday during the game. And then guess what? Pre-game is happening, then the game, and then right after that is the post-game with your boy Rico. We need to get everybody tuned in to watch this because either it's going to be amazing and we're just jumping for joy or i'm going to be cussing up a storm and rated our rico's back at it again let's not bring him back let's not bring that guy back so uh should be fun it should be fun man um rico i got mckenzie being the x factor in this game with two touchdowns that is a good x factor to have that's a great x factor to have mckenzie is slated for a freaking huge year because that's he's he's filling big shoes. He's got big shoes to fill in Cole Beasley. I don't care what anybody has to say about Cole Beasley, but Cole Beasley was sensational in that slot position. He was great. You could rely on Cole Beasley. 
He was reliable, dependable. So Isaiah McKenzie's got a lot of shoes. He's got shoes to fill. Now, if he can't, if he doesn't become that guy, right, the guy that we expect him to be, which I highly doubt, I think he's going to be ex excellent in his role, then you got the veteran in Jamison Crowder, which I'm totally excited for. So you can't, you're, it's a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation. And don't forget, Khalil Shakir is going to be, yo, fam, don't forget, man. You got Khalil Shakir. So don't, I'm not going to give all the way the nuggets. I'm not going to give all the nuggets away. We got a pregame show that we're going to talk about. We're going to get all our predictions in. We're going to get all our hot takes. We're going to do all of that. Join us for Thursday evening, right before the game starts. It's going to be fun. I, I'd love to see you guys all there. Um, and that's it for me. So listen, folks. Let's let's enjoy the rest of this week, man. Let's enjoy the rest of this week. We've got big Buffalo, Bills football Buffalo, Buffalo, to watch. It's gonna be mafia. fun. One bad game, and we are back at it. Radar Rico, shoot, you might. Buffalo, I don't want him to come Buffalo, back. Buffalo, I don't want him to come mafia. back. That's for damn sure. Beasley was a dog. McKenzie gonna be a great threat. You damn right, Drew. You damn right. You so, folks, that's it for me, man. I appreciate y'all. You guys do not have to be here tuned in, but we had three hundred y'all joining and watching this show steady so i appreciate it because your time is valuable and the fact that you decide to spend it with me it doesn't go unnoticed i very much appreciate it. you guys already know that man so um without y'all this this bf doesn't happen man we're at twenty-two thousand subscribers i would i would have loved to get twenty-five thousand subscribers by the beginning of the year but we fell short of that goal but guess what we got all season long to get this thing popping Let's get to 25K. I'm trying to get a 25K. I want that thing bad. So let's do it. We are close to 100,000 subscribers and followers on IG, on Instagram. We're at like, I think we're like 400 people from getting to 100,000. We aren't there without your support. So, dude, if you are not an IG follower and you're like, what? You guys have Instagram? Are you kidding me? Yes, the heck we do. Join us. Follow us. Subscribe it. Get in there, man. We're on TikTok. We're everywhere you think that you, you think the bills will be. We're there. We got you. Twitch, we there. TikTok, we got you. Snapchat, we there. We're all over the place. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. You guys already know what it is, man. Big game this Thursday. We got to handle it. So, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's your boy. Be good, be great, and I'm gone. It's the mafia. It's the Buffalo Bills. Hey, it's the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. It's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson. Who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips. Who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field, see no one open, so he scrambled right. He sees somebody open, but he off balance, so he gotta be focused. Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock, seventy yards. Will it be caught? Gabe Davis. Or Jay Crowder down the field past the whole roster that step digs make it so easy. Touchdown, high mark field rocking every Sunday. Got a hangover on every Monday. Get your bash kick, you know we winning. Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us with Devin and Cook? You know we great. If you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate. Nah, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping That's us? Me. Trey. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.